Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig DeLewis, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. I have to apologize for coming at you so late today. I don't know what was going on, man. For some reason, my program here was not communicating with my streaming service. And uh, well, anyway, they just decided that uh, that they were just going to work against us. And I, and I have to believe it's the internet demons that are messing with us because they don't want us to get the word out because they don't want you to know that today is Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. Tacos, all you can eat. Lettuce and shells, cheese and meat. It's raining tacos. Yum, 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 yum. That's right, folks. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Taco Tuesday. And, uh, well, here uh, in the Deleuze household, I believe we're having fish tacos today. So uh, that actually tends to be one of my favorites, especially when the weather is nice. I don't know what it is about the weather being nice and having fish tacos. But anyway, kind of resonates with me. Don't know if it resonates with you. As you can see, once again, today, uh, I'm the only one here. It's going to be me and you. So I encourage you guys chime in with your comments. I'll be uh, I'll be paying attention as I can pay attention. But uh, since we're running a little late, I'm gonna try and get through the content as fast as I can. Uh, let's go ahead before we do though, as I gotta make sure to give a shout out to our sponsors because you know, hey, they are the ones that pay the bills. All right, and we're gonna go ahead and we will start with Hitman Industries. You'll find them at hitmanindustries.net. Uh, if you purchase an AR in the last, I don't know five years or so, chances are you already own one of their barrels. Uh, so why not get another one? Why not either rebarrel your current rifle or, I don't know, do a new build? Whatever you decide to do, whatever you need, you will be able to find at hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly, it's California's largest and fastest growing grassroots conservative organization in the state. Uh, they are working to help elect conservatives from everything from school board all the way up to president of the United States. Ronald Reagan referred to them as the conscience of the Republican Party. Check them out at CRAGOP.org. That's once again, that's CRAGOP.org. And become a part of California's future today. Become a member. Then we got hog holsters. That's right, the best concealed carry or tactical holsters that you can find. You'll find them at hog holsters. Com. All you got to do is go there, make sure you discount, use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces, get your hog holster today. Finally, if you're looking for tactical gear, if you're looking for uh, outdoor gear, camping gear, uh, boots, hats, uh, shades, uh, helmets, hats, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it at uh, uscombatgear.com. Veteran owned and operated. Uh, they operate in integrity. They have great prices and fast shipping. So check them out once again. USCombatgear.com. Alrighty, let's get into today's show. Uh, as you, uh, well, if you're watching this show, I know you already know. Donald Trump pled guilty today. Uh, well, he went to court. Uh, not guilty. He did not plead guilty. Scratch that. He pled not guilty. Oh, I'm just, I'm in such a rush. Anyway, so he pled not guilty today uh, on 34 felony counts. All right, now, 
the, the, the counts that he was charged with, and I, interestingly enough, the information on it was actually released, uh, put out, uh, well, let me clarify, leaked by Bragg's office. And in essence, what they're doing is, is they're saying that, that he uh, paid off, uh, that basically that the payoff that he did to Stormy Daniels, there are 34 different instances uh, where he falsified business records uh, in order to pay someone off. And I'm assuming we're assuming that at least one of them was Stormy Daniels, but it may have been other information or other stuff, but uh, in order to mislead or hide information. Now, the reason why it is considered misleading business is because allegedly they're saying that, well, he did so in order to cover up information prior to the 2016 campaign. And that's, by the way, what makes it a felony. It's a Class C felony, which is the lowest level felony they have in New York. Uh, but, but once again, the whole thing that, that they're hinging here is, is they're saying that this was all done for the campaign. Now, they can, uh, they can insinuate that that was the motivation. By the way, I'm guessing, I, I don't know that he did not uh, pay Stormy Daniels to not, uh, to, not talk about, uh, to not talk about them having sex. I don't, I don't doubt that. Uh, but there's a far difference between that and proving that he did so uh, as a result of, or as, a, as a, the motivation was, the presidential campaign. Because quite frankly, I don't, I mean, think about it. Donald Trump was a guy who had, well, several of his ex-wives uh, were the result of affairs that he had on his other ex-wives. So it wasn't like anybody who voted for Donald Trump had any sort of uh, misgivings about whether or not the man was a philander. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, and, and it's sad. It's sad that that's the case, but I don't think anybody had any doubts um, well, obviously, except for maybe Ivanka, <laughs> you know, well, his wife. Um, but the, the point is, is that I don't think that, that, that there is any evidence that they're going to be able to prove that he did so as a motivation. The primary motivation uh, was for the campaign. And by the way, yeah, you could not use campaign money for that purpose. That's what's so odd about all this is that he's trying to call it a campaign. Bragg is trying to call it a campaign expense and he's trying to tie it to a federal crime because he's saying he should have reported it. And the fact is that's not the case. I mean, if every single time, if every single time you did something that benefited your campaign, it had to be reported, even if it had nothing to do with your campaign, there would be a whole lot of politicians out there, both in office and who've been in office. That would be in trouble. Folks, this so far just sounds like the thinnest of thinnest of threads. Uh, and it sounds to me very, very much like, uh, well, this guy is going to be getting off. Like Donald Trump is going to be getting off again. And in case you're wondering where I kind of got that information, there's a story here at Yahoo News where they really kind of outline a lot of that. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and check that out, that's the place to go is Yahoo News. They'll have it out there. You can also find it uh, at uh, you can also find it there at uh, at uh, uh, Fox News. They've got the information there as well. Uh, what I find interesting, and this is something you need to understand now, Mitt Romney, who is no fan of Donald Trump. Anybody who knows anything knows he does not like Donald Trump. Even Mitt Romney who voted to impeach the president, 
right? Who he this guy voted to impeach the president. Even he knows, right? Even he knows that this is an overreach. Even he is acknowledging that this case is flimsy and will likely, uh, if it doesn't get thrown out, he is definitely going to wind up losing this case. And if you want to wonder why I'm talking about this, why this is, is because, like, and I think I've already kind of outed myself a little bit. Uh, I, 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 mean, I like Donald Trump. I prefer Ron DeSantis. So if I were, if I were going to be a true uh, Trump hater and didn't like Trump and didn't support Trump at all, uh, I would be piling on. But the fact is, this is just the truth. And what you guys are doing, what the left is doing, is they're actually just, like I said, it's like, it's like feeding spinach to Popeye, right? It's like the more stuff you give him, the, 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 more, the more you do this stuff to him, the better he gets, right? That's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. And that is Donald Trump now. That is Donald Trump today. For those of you who are wondering or haven't heard, Donald Trump, since the announcement of the indictment came out, has raised $8 million for his presidential bid. That's no small chump change, right? That is people who are saying, and by the way, over like seven, something like 70% of those people are first-time donors to Donald Trump. These are people who had never given money to a political, to, to, or to Donald Trump before, but they're giving him money. They are supporting his campaign because the Democrats, and that's all this is. This is a Democrat plot. This is Alvin Bragg, who is keeping a campaign promise that he said he was going to get Trump. He's going to go after Trump. He was going to get Trump in court. He was going to get him indicted. He was going to get him arrested. Well, guess what? He was successful in that. Now the question is, can he get him convicted? And uh, I don't necessarily see that happening. But you know what? I don't think that matters to most folks. Honestly, I don't think most folks care if Donald Trump winds up uh, actually... I don't think most folks on the left wind up care whether or not he actually gets uh, gets gets convicted. Understand this: the mainstream media can't quit Donald Trump. They love the man because you know what happened after Donald Trump was no longer president. Their ratings went through the floor. They tanked totally and utterly. But now that Donald Trump has been indicted, now that Donald Trump has been arraigned. Uh, you you cannot miss the 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 media coverage and and I have to confess this piece this this group of videos here was actually put together uh, by the by uh, uh, the Washington Free Beacon uh, but I'm going to go ahead and share it with you. Many of us will remember where we were on that day as we witness a critical moment in this country's democracy. It is a serious, somber, solemn moment. You feel it in your bones. Just a few moments ago, we saw former President Trump leaving his home in Trump Tower. It is a trip that he's made countless times, Mar-a-Lago to New York City, but never like this. In a surreal spectacle, vaguely reminiscent of the infamous O.J. Simpson Bronco chase. We're watching the motorcade. We have numerous shots. We've got an aerial view. A live look at the plane on the tarm tarmac. There he is. Let's just take a moment and watch. The start of a whirlwind 36 hours in the city where Trump built his empire. Barricades all around this area. A heavy, heavy media presence. Look at the motorcade route. We're going to go from 
Trump Tower all the way to the Manhattan Criminal Courthouse. So he will walk down the hallway. That is the hallway that drug dealers walk down. It's There's a lot of concern over this mugshot. Will that mugshot actually be yeah. taken? Still unclear if he's going to be photographed for a mugshot. It would be normal to have a mugshot. Will they or won't they be taking a mugshot of the former president? Whether he'll get a mugshot remains up in the air. Whether or not that mugshot will be taken of him. We still don't know if there will be a mugshot. We smile for his mugshot. And just by the way, this is a live shot of the hallway that Donald Trump will be walking down. As we watch now as the former president gets out and heads into the building. Right now, he's being booked like any other criminal defendant. The issue of a mugshot, we're told, was settled and that Alvin Bragg had agreed that there would not be a, a mugshot. But we'll see, because you never know. All right, let me just, once again, I want to give a shout out to the folks over at the Washington Free Beacon who, who put that piece together. Folks, if you're looking for good conservative news, and this is I, they don't pay me to say this, Washington Free Beacon does a lot of good stuff. Uh, they actually do a lot of good two-way Second Amendment, good Second Amendment reporting as well. Uh, but I, I don't know if if y'all noticed, but but I happen to notice that notice that there were more media there than there were crowd people, right? There weren't many crowd people there. It was mostly the media and, and the left wing media. They were losing their minds. They're like, oh my God, it's Donald Trump. Ah! I swear, I'll, I, I'm willing to bet you that, that somebody threw their bra at Donald Trump when he, when, when he went in. I'll bet you they did. Because you know why? Because Donald Trump is saving their networks. That's right. They need Donald Trump. They need Donald Trump because there's nothing. They can't actually report the news because they're too biased to report the news. They have to have a villain in the White House. And in the, in the, when I say a villain, I mean somebody that they hate. They have to have somebody that they can lie on. They have to have somebody that they can complain about. Uh, and, and the worst part is, is Donald Trump tends to fall in, fall into their trap many, many times by commenting on stuff uh, that, quite frankly, he really doesn't have to. And when he does comment, sometimes it's not always the best. I'll just say that some of y'all may not like me for saying that may not like me saying that, uh, but we know it to be true. His, you know, it, after the mainstream media and the Democrats, Donald Trump is his own worst enemy period. I'm just going to say that, uh, which has in part my preference for Ron DeSantis, but that's a whole nother story. Anyway, the thing is folks is this thing in the end. And the, by the way, this is going to last for a while. Donald, this this trial could very well be going on uh, while Donald Trump is running for president. It could, it could wind, it could literally be winding up or be going around while he's running for president. Uh, it would be interesting if it was. Uh, but the thing is, is that once again, I I wouldn't be surprised if this thing winds up getting thrown out because once again, you have thirty four felony counts that are are all tied on a on on proving that he did these things. In order to, in order to uh, 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 cause, in order, in order to, con- in order to get away with a federal crime, uh, that's how we, they made them felonies. So anyway, well, and by the way, these are these things are almost never charged as felonies. It's literally this is the only case. I won't say literally, but uh, I have yet to hear a single reporter, a single legal expert, talk about how this any other case has ever been any other case has ever been. Uh, pushed like this. Haven't seen it before. Anyway, speaking of Ron DeSantis, uh, you know Florida just keeps winning. Let me let me just let me just throw that out there. Florida just keep keeps winning, and Ron DeSantis. Well, we'll just continue to call him Captain Florida. 
uh, as uh, he is just kicking butt there in that state. Uh, they have just signed. He just signed. And he, by the way, he could have done a big, huge ceremony, but he did it. It was relatively quiet, right? It even says here, USA Today, Ron DeSantis quietly signs permitless carry bill within hours of it landing on his desk. Meaning he didn't even plan a ceremony. He didn't like, okay, we're going to do this big old, uh, but big, big old bugabaloo thing. No, I'm going to get it on my desk and I'm going to sign it. Now, that means that now I believe there are 26 or 27 states that now have either constitutional carry or permitless. It's really permitless carry, meaning in order to carry a firearm concealed in the state of Florida, uh, all you have to do is legally be able to possess a firearm. And I say that because people want to go like, oh, well, there's no requirements. No, if you are if you are barred from possessing a firearm, from from owning and possessing a firearm. If you're banned from either, then you are not going to be allowed to carry a firearm because guess what? You can't possess it, right? You can't possess it. So there, there you go. Um, but you will now be able to carry a firearm in the state of Florida without having to get a concealed carry permit. Now, folks are mad because they're like, oh, well, we need, they need training. They need training. I agree. They need training. But uh, as Mike and I have discussed many, many times, whenever you set training, for concealed carry, uh, that training, instead of it being the floor, meaning the minimum training that you're supposed to get, it winds up becoming the ceiling because, you know, average people, I hate to say this, but they do. They just think, well, you know, I guess if, if 16 hours of training is all they say I need, then that's all I need. Well, no, you should probably get the 16 hours of training and you should probably take a training class every year, or at least take some time with a firearms instructor. Uh, one, you want to keep up on the laws on the laws relating to use of force wherever you live, right? Because you want to make sure, number one, that whatever you're doing is legal and effective, uh, but also ethical, right? You want to kind of know what's going on. When's the appropriate time to pull your firearm and not pull your firearm? When's the appropriate time to shoot and not to shoot? Uh, you want to know all these things. And when you do, you want to make sure that you are uh, uh, hitting what you're aiming at uh, and that you're protecting yourself from getting hit or hit, <laughs> excuse me, or harmed yourself. So training is a good thing. And we will always encourage you to go uh, go get training with an experienced instructor. Uh, but having said that, whenever you, once again, whenever you mandated it, you know. By the way, you still go through a background check to purchase firearms. Uh, well, this is a person from an FFL. I do not know. I don't think they require uh, background checks for private party transfers in the state of Florida. But once again, if you are a felon, if you have a... A, a, a domestic violence restraining order, or any of the things that prohibit you from being able to own a firearm, that means that you will not be able to carry a firearm. Oh, you guys are so lucky. I did not sneeze in your ears. I, <laughs> I was able to hit the dump button there real quick. Anyway, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, so good things are once again are happening in Florida. Now, I want you to keep record. I want you to note that he's stood up against uh, he stood up against the socialist indoctrination uh, that has been taking place when it comes to government uh, positions and our schools, whether it's queer theory, a social justice theory or critical race theory. Uh, he's stood up against corporations who are fighting against the values uh, there of Florida. Uh, he has worked to keep. Floridians working during a pandemic when so many other governors like our governor here in California, Gavin Mussolini, 
uh, shut, shut down schools or shut down businesses and shut down schools, uh, kept their kids, kept kids out of school, which we've seen devastating effects on the, on the quality or the, the educational process of our kids here in the state of California and in other places that shut down, <coughs> excuse me, that shut down. It's horrible. Uh, and anyway, uh, he is, he has stood up right and left and now he's making sure that, uh, the right to keep and bear arms does not end at your front door. Now, mind you, in Florida, it's relatively easy to get a permit. Uh, but really, the people that, that in, my, in my eyes, this helps uh, are people who are visiting Florida. Um, I have, uh, for example, I have concealed carry permits that cover me for 30 some odd states. But I don't have a Florida concealed carry permit because you actually have to be in Florida when you're, when you're doing your, anyway, it's, it's a little bit, a little bit of work to get your, to get your thing in there in Florida. Uh, if you're from out of state, well, guess what? Now I don't need a concealed carry, carry permit in the state of Florida because I will be able to carry concealed in Florida. Mind you, I train, mind you, I, you know, I take classes, I train. Well, part of it is in California, I have to take training. I have to take training and classes every two years, which by the way, the actual concealed carry training is mostly about helping you understand what the law is regarding use of force. Not so much, you know, not so much how to shoot. Unless they realize you know all the points on the law, then then you wind up spending a little bit more time shooting. But once again, my hat's off to Florida because they are doing it there again. Uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, once again, just got to say, you are the man, Captain Florida. Woohoo! Uh, one other example of what uh, of what uh, Ron DeSantis is doing as well. Let's uh, let's just take a look at what the Disney, the the CEO of Disney decided to call Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis uh, stood up to him and the rest of the folks, the corporate woke there in Disney. Uh, he referred to them as the uh, he referred to Ron DeSantis as not as not just anti-business, but he actually called him anti-Florida, which is kind of interesting. First of all, you know, once again, he, he, once again, he is quoting. He is quoting here the oh we have, you know the issues related to and by the way in this thing he's he's defending the the their Disney's response to the don't say gay bill and the only reason I call it don't say gay bill is because that's what the media calls it but it is literally a bill that is about protecting the rights of parents uh, and and protecting children from getting sexually explicit material that they should not be receiving and because Ron DeSantis wants to protect children. Mind you, now listen to this, because Ron DeSantis wants to protect children from being sexualized before the third grade or, or at all, because it, the bill spe- once again, specifically says that it's not supposed to be, you're not supposed to talk about sex, sex education, gender or gender identity uh, before the third grade. And then third grade after it's based on, you know, it's based on, it's supposed to be age appropriate. I, I, if you're fighting, if you don't want your kids to be sexualized or unless he's trying to say, maybe he's trying to say that Florida Floridians want their kids to be sexualized, wants their kindergartens to be sexualized. Or maybe he's saying that business wants children to be sexualized. One might assume based on uh, Disney's position on these things and the fact that they hire contractors to sexualize, uh, to, to, to sexualize their content uh, one might assume that maybe that's what he means by anti-business because, you know, Disney wants to uh, sexualize kids or they want to groom kids. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that, that sounds like what he, what that might sounds like might be, might be what he means. But uh, 
I doubt it is, but you know, the for, the, the fact is he's trying to fight because they just lost a, a lot of control over they just lost a lot of control that's going to impact them greatly financially because they've lost that special district status. And you know what? When you decide to engage in politics that have nothing to do with your business, uh, then guess what? Then people are going to remove those little special uh, incentives or little special uh, benefits that you have. Yeah, you surrender those. Sorry. In particular, when your activism uh, involves putting our children in harm's way. Sorry, don't know what to tell you. All right, now is the time for our parting shots brought to you by Hog Holsters. You find them at hogholsters.com. Make sure you use the, this, the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holsters today. All right, now the first thing I wanted to make sure to note to you is all of this, this whole thing is based on a hush, hush money that was paid to Stormy Daniels, right? That's the main crux of a lot of this. But let us not forget, Trump was awarded nearly $122,000 in attorney's fees from Stormy Daniels. Former President Donald Trump on Tuesday, this, is an, this was an article, uh, former, uh, former President Donald Trump uh, on Tuesday was awarded nearly $122,000 in attorney fees from Stormy Daniels, the porn star at the center of hush money payment during the 2016 campaign. The former president's son, Eric Trump, tweeted the Ninth Circuit has awarded Donald Trump $121,962.56 in in attorney's fees from Daniels. The younger Trump said that amount was in addition to roughly half a million that she already owes his father. So in other words, uh, this lady already owed him money and now she owes him more money. In other words... Her lawsuit, the, thing, the, the, the things that she is claiming are so frivolous and so false that she had to pay a billionaire's, a billionaire's attorney's fees. That's how fraudulent a lot of this stuff is. But I digress. Uh, oh, here's our next one. Uh, this, is, uh, this one's got an image of Alvin Bragg, for those of you who are just listening to the program. It says, this is a dangerous day. Politicians now campaign to use the judicial system to get their opponents, and half the country does not understand the magnitude of the problem. History shows this path leads to some form of revolution where a corrupt ruling class will exert increasing force to retain their power. At what point will you finally care? And I think that's an important one because... No one really, or at least most of the folks on the left, or even people on the right who are just tired of hearing about this, what many of them fail to understand is that this is how it happens. We've seen that they're working with the media. Well, we know they're working with the media. We know they're working with big tech. We know they're working with academia to shut out and silence opposing viewpoints. And now they are weaponizing government. We already, they already, we already know they did it with the IRS, right? We are, we, we already, we now, know, we now see that they're using the Justice Department to, they're weaponizing the government to go after their political opponents. I mean, Alvin Bragg, part of his campaign promise, one of his number one promises was he was going to get Donald Trump. That's why, by the way, in that meme, it was in quotes. That's exactly what he was. That's exactly what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to get Donald Trump, and now he's getting Donald Trump. 
And uh, that's kind of where he stands. In fact, but the one thing I think they failed to learn was, you know, the more you guys do this stuff, once again, it's like throwing spinach at Popeye. And all you're doing is helping. $8 million is what he's raised as a result of this. Which makes Alvin Bragg the Trump campaign fundraiser of the month. Dun, 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 dun. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. All right, folks. Well, hey, before we go, it's you know, by the way, it is about that time. Before we go, though, I want to remind you, go to Hitman Industries. Find them at hitmanindustries.net. Rifle and pistol length barrels for your rebuilds or uh, new builds. Uh, California Republican Assembly. Become a part of California's future today. Go to CRAGOP.org. Hog Holsters can be found at hogholsters.com. Use discount code RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. And if you're looking for tactical gear, outdoor gear, whatever gear you are looking for, you will find it at uscombatgear.com. And that is it for today's show. We very much appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We will be back tomorrow on Hump Day. See you then.